You're listening to episode 44 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marcia Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life, all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fuels Email Podcast. And today, we're going to talk about what so many women do following someone else's plan and praying that it will work for you. It's like, well, this diet worked for my sister or worked for my mom or worked for my coworker or worked for whoever that, yeah, it definitely should work for me. And this could not be further from the truth. Why is it that two people who are wanting to lose weight can eat the exact same, like follow the exact same nutrition nutrition program, eat the like similar amount of calories and have two very, very different results? It's because your body is like a fingerprint and there are no two metabolisms that are identical or exactly the same. Otherwise, everyone following the same protocol and eating the same amount of food, same amount of calories would have the exact same results. And we all know this is not the case. For example, diets like the HCG diet, 800 to 1,000 calories, Dr. Bernstein, very similar, like 500, 600, 700, 800, 1,000 calories. And when you go into it, it's like, why is everyone prescribed the same diet and the same amount of calories? Because what we have to take into consideration, are you a 24-year-old female or are you a 47 female? Are you 5'2"? Are you 6'10"? Are you 6'2"? Are you 5'6"? Are you 5'9"? Do you work out once a week? Do you work out four times a week? Do you do yoga or do you weight train? Do you sit on your bum all day in front of a computer or are you doing more of a labor intensive job? All of these factors are so important depending on what your health goals are. If it's weight loss, if it's putting on muscle mass, all of these are going to be very, very, very specific to you and important to you when you embark on a nutrition program or I like to say a nutrition program that you enjoy so it actually becomes a lifestyle so it's enjoyable but it's also effective so you look your best but you also feel your best because what is the point in following a a program or a diet or something that you actually really don't like doing? I had a client one of my VIP clients, she's like, oh, do I have to eat chicken? I really don't like it. I'm like, 
why the heck would you eat chicken if you don't like it? It's just our brains become programmed uh, from diet culture and we think we have to eat chicken or eat whatever to get the results and that, again, couldn't be further from the truth. So in the Fat Fuel Female Method, when women join or they join the group or they do one-on-one with me, a really important factor is you track your nutrition because it's very hard to improve what you can't measure or you can't see. So depending on what your goal is, we have to see how much you are fueling and feeding your body with. And then when you have that data, you can decide where you have to where you want to start to figure out where you want to go, right? So it's important you know where you are to set proper steps and actions and bridge the gap of where you currently are to where you want to go. Make it easier, make it smoother. Because if you don't have a starting point, well, it's going to be a lot harder to get where you want to go. For example, I live in Vancouver, Canada. I have not the best sense of direction. So if someone was like, hey, can you drive to California? Me personally, I probably would get lost. I probably would take me, I probably wouldn't get there, okay? But for someone else, someone who has a good sense of direction, maybe who drives to the States more frequently, they may be able to figure it out, okay? But wouldn't it be more effective if you had a map? Or even better, if you had Google Maps, then you would get there no problem. So that's the premise and that's the thought process behind tracking and seeing where you are with your nutrition. Because when I talk to a lot of women, they're like, oh, I eat good. I'm like, okay, well, what what does good mean? What does that mean? It's like, how much protein are you eating? And I've worked with women, very common for women to be A, under eating, and be under eating protein. And protein, I believe, is really the most important macronutrient. Uh, as we age, sarcopenia, we lose muscle mass. Protein is essential for hormones and enzymes. It has so many functions in the body. And if you're not eating significant amounts of protein based on your body's demands, it's going to be very difficult to change your body composition, get those curves in the right places, build muscle mass if you're not consuming enough. So in the fat fueled female method, I think it's about a 45 minute training video and I go over and I talk about everything metabolism related, your total daily energy expenditure. There's four variables that make that up. And when you track your food and you see where you're at, it can be very eye opening to women and it can be very like a a lot of the times it isn't everyone, but you can really realize, whoa, I'm actually way under eating from what my body's needs and demands are based on my activity level. And then when you have that data, it's like, okay, well, well, where are you going to go? And again, these are questions you are going to have to ask yourself. This is where you take radical responsibility for your health and you become your own health advocate and know the proper steps and strategies how to bridge the gap and get you where you want to go. So a lot of nutrition programs, they just start out, it's like, okay, well, you want to lose weight? Well, let's just cut your calories. Let's just do that. That's what a lot of nutrition programs do. And where I, where the fat fuel female method is very different, it's, hey, let's see where you're at. Let's compare, you know, and calories are energy okay it gives us a guideline for you to understand really how much your body does require but you have that data and you're like okay there's three ways you can move it's maintenance rebuild or cut and so maintenance so for example say you track your food 
And based on everything I teach, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to be consuming around 2,000 calories a day. And then you kind of track where you're at. You're like, oh, wow, I actually am like hitting that pretty good. I am consuming around 2,000 calories. So based on what your goals are, and there's different phases in the fat fuel Female Method, you may want to stay there. You may want to stay there for the first four weeks because when you go into the fat fuel Female Method, we strategically go into ketosis. And that is a complete different metabolic pathway your body is going to be running off of. Most people run off carbs their entire life. So you can stay there, get your body feeling safe, just keep that metabolism lit up, focusing on you know better quality foods, removing those inflammatory oils, balancing your blood sugar, and just bringing your body into more balance and homeostasis and feeling good. The next one is rebuild. Say you look at the, say you tracked and then you do the calculations, which I teach, and you're supposed to be eating 2,000 calories, and you're eating a thousand. You're like, oh. And a lot of women I find when they're eating really low, they can't lose weight or they're actually gaining weight because their metabolism is functioning at such a low level. And this really is true for women who have been, you know, chronically dieting or yo-yo dieting and really restricting for you know, three, four, five, six months or longer. So when you, you know, look at your data and say you're at, I think I said uh, 1,100 calories or 1,000 calories, you'd have to go into the rebuild phase. So if the, if you do the calculations, you're like, well, I'm supposed to be eating 2,000. Of course, if you start eating 2,000, that's going to be so hard on you mentally. You're going to be like, whoa, this is really, really scary for me to start eating this much food. Because a lot of the times women, we have this fear about feeding our body more food. And I know I had this fear for so many years, okay? So I can relate to this tenfold. So in the rebuild phase, what you do is you strategically increase your food week by week. So each week it's either 100 or 150 calories that you bring your body, your your metabolism has enough time to really ease into eating more food that a lot of the times women won't gain weight. Maybe you'll gain a little bit, but it won't be this like, and some women actually lose weight when they start rebuilding. All right. This isn't this, our bodies aren't computers. It's not like, oh, it's a guarantee. I do this and you're going to get this result. It's all trial and error and having patience with the protocol you are following and managing your expectations. So when women go into rebuild, A, what can happen? You can start feeling a a lot better because you're uh, feeding and fueling your body. B, you may gain a little bit of weight, but it's not going to be like a 10, 20, 30 pound weight gain, which happens to a lot of women when they stop their uh, crash diet or their yo-yo diet. They just start binge eating and overindulging. The weight packs on relatively quick. Or C, women actually start losing weight because they're actually bringing their body into a safer place that the weight actually does come off. So there's three different outcomes that could happen from you actually feeding your body more food. Sorry, there's four outcomes. The other outcome is when you go into the rebuild phase is you start feeding your body more food week by week and you're able to maintain your weight and keep your weight where it is 
eating more food, which is pretty freaking cool, right? Okay, so and then the final option you have is going into a cut. So going into a calorie deficit when you start. And I really try to encourage women to not go there and make sure their body is well-fed, well-nourished, because when you come into the fat field female method, we are, as I've already said, changing your metabolic pathway. You're going into ketosis. This is very different than what most women have ever done with any sort of quote-unquote diet. You're staying in carb burning mode, right? You're not going into fat burning mode. So I really like to encourage women to stay in maintenance if they are kind of eating where they already are and their 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 weight's been able to stay the same i really encourage women to stay here at least for four weeks but again everyone and everybody is different so you may come into the program and be like you know what i've been eating 2,500 calories, my weight's been staying the same, I haven't been chronically dieting, I just been haven't been putting my focus and energy into food quality, um, making my health and fitness a priority, but yeah, uh, my metabolism is in a healthy place that I'm ready to go into a cut, right? So everyone and everybody is so different, you can't paint everyone with the same brush. Just from my personal experience, a lot of women, and I was one of them, under eating for a long period of time. So that is the difference with the fat-fueled female method and the difference with a lot of programs where it's just like, hey, come into this, eat these foods, don't eat these foods, um, cut your calories, and like, let's go. Where the difference is, it's like, yes, I go over, you have to reduce these foods for a period of time to go into ketosis. That doesn't mean you have to reduce them forever. Then we talk about different foods and how they digest differently in your body. And you may be able to digest onions and garlic, no big deal. But for someone else, that may cause a problem. So it's about you being intentional and taking ownership and really connecting to your body, listening to your body, And me as a coach and me as a nutritionist, I give you frameworks, I give you tools, I give you strategies, but the focus is really for you to have mastery over over your body, over your health. A lot of the times it's just, these are the steps, this is the how-to. This is the how to get the result. And of course, we need steps, we need frameworks, we need all of that because if we don't take action, we don't get results. But, But we also have to get clear on our why. Why are we doing this? What is the intention behind it? What is the purpose of me doing this? And also the why is this going to support my gut health? Why is this going to give me better energy? Why will this help me absorb my food better? Because when you understand the why, you have so much more conviction, you have so much more connection with the steps you're actually taking, and you have so much more skin in the game opposed to someone giving you a meal plan and being like, follow this. It's like, surface. Okay, eat chicken and broccoli. Okay, great. But when you understand how certain foods really impact our physiology, it's a game changer. 
because you have so much more awareness and connection of what you choose to put onto your plate. And with nutrition, I always say it's the gift that keeps on giving because when you become more educated and more of a knowledgeable consumer, you tell your sister, you tell your friend, you tell your coworker, you tell your husband, you share it with your children and then they make better decisions today and as they grow up of what they choose to put onto their plate. So to recap on this episode, following someone else's plan and praying it will work for you is not going to get you the result you desire and you deserve. So when it comes down to it, it's really about understanding your body, your metabolic needs, how much energy your body requires for you to breathe, for you to lie on the couch all day, for you to move, for you to exercise, for you to digest food, that all requires energy. So if any part of this episode really spoke to you, I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode, throw it on your stories on Instagram, tag me in it, or send me a DM with what your biggest takeaway from this episode was. And if you want to dive further, I offer 30-minute complimentary nutritional consultations. You can book a call. I will put the link in the show notes and we can go over where you're currently at with your nutrition and your health, what you're struggling with, and we can see if I can help you and if becoming a fat-fueled female is the right option for you. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today and pressing play, and I will catch your beautiful smile. Well, I won't see your beautiful smile, but I'm hoping these episodes make you smile. I will catch your beautiful soul next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.